You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Bro, when Steph was working her dick off, like, this year, she would have meetings just all day, back to back to back to back, every fucking day. I was like, dude. That like, would, all day? All day, dude. She'd go from one to another to another to another. And they were all fucking video Zooms, most of them. So, like, are we recording, by the way? Yeah, well. They were all video Zooms, so you couldn't even fucking goof off. And there were ones where she was, like, kind of a central figure in them. Just all day, dude. And we shared an office, and it would be like, do you ever shut up? I know it's not her fault, but that was certainly her I fault. don't know how you did that. I would have moved. I just would blast music into my ear. But then as soon as I made a noise, she'd be like, oi, I want to fucking Zoom. I'm like, ay, 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 ay. Whoa. Anyway, long story short, the idea of being so booked out and busy that you know what you're doing in two weeks' time in just regards to like a meeting, that would give me serious anxiety. You've got to be, you've got to be booked the, the fuck, fuck up. up. If you're looking for like half an hour slots two weeks in advance, that terrifies me. Yeah, that's like... Holy like if, you, if that's your reality, shout out to you. A fucking you know, thoughts thoughts go out. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers to anyone that organised. What gave me more anxiety than anything, I think, was when you illuminated me to the fact that Steph had like crazy hat Fridays or some shit. What was that? I don't know exactly. There was one thing she had to... Well, not had to do. It was just something they did for their work on the Zoom at some point where they would wear a funny hat to their final, like, Friday knockoff Zooms. And I'd be sitting in the office and I'd be like, oh, my God, dude, what the fuck is she doing? She'd be wearing, like, one of our baggy greens or she'd wear, like, a sombrero. And they're all like, oh, what are we doing this weekend? And I'm like, oh, fuck. I would leave the room when that happened because that would get too much for me to handle. That was some serious Friday energy. Um, the corporate world, dude. Yeah, the corporate world. It's a crazy world. place. It's funny with the corporate world though, right? Because people so overtly hate shit like that. Whether it's, you know... say it's a bit, good for culture. Say a bit about yourself and bloody, you know, like... Everyone hates that. So why do they do it? Because it's great for culture. Yeah, but is it? <laughs> or is this just like weird robots who think that it's like... You know, trying to teach a robot human-like emotion and shit. It's like all these suit robots and it's like, this is how to get people to like each other. You know, you know like create a good environment. Like, yeah. is this, is it like socially inept people? Not everyone in the suit world, but like people who are driving that sort of shit. Is it people that don't really understand that most people hate that? I don't know. Like, I honestly don't have an answer for no. you, clearly. It, it, it certainly could be that, or it could be that there is such a disconnect between the corporate world and society that there's just like some understanding that this is how we behave this in the corporate people, behave. You yeah. know what I mean? Like we leave your dignity at the door <laughs> and you can accept anything. Yeah, leave your dignity at the door in the corporate world. You know, I think that... Plays that, a big role. If you're prepared you to wear, hours. if you're prepared to leave your dignity at the door, you'll do anything. Yeah, you'll, well, you'll climb the ladder. Oh fuck yeah, you'll climb the ladder quick. Yeah, 
uh, and it doesn't matter what's on each rung. You know what I mean? No, well, I think once you've like debased yourself at rung one, yes, like the entry level rung, and then you go up, and it's just a slightly more increased level of like fucking, you know, whatever, making you like, you know, dignity crushing, and then as you go up and up. Although maybe you get, I think you are, you free yourself. You you get more dignity you get. as you go. So yeah. the bottom is actually the the worst you're gonna be. Yes. So you're gonna be put forward for shit that you don't want to have to do. You're gonna have to fucking you know, fucked up hours. Fucked up hours. Do weird shit. Shit jobs. Shit kickers. And then as you get higher, you then free yourself again. But. You hated what you did at the start, but, but you've you make sold, other people but do you've it. But you've sold part of your soul. Yes. Is this a massive overgeneralization? Of course, of course it, it is. is. But you've, that's, we're almost the home of that too. <laughs> yeah. Making general sweeping observations about shit. You could argue that we did the same thing to Dave when we had him dress up in a dress for the Golden Beaks, although that was his idea. He fucking loved that. <laughs> and don't tell me that he did know. And I mean, really, all he had to do was wear a dress and carry out some fucking cards. It was actually like... Pretty easy. Well, it was very easy. The, 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 the task itself, easy to complete. I also, I was more around the like dignity at the door. <laughs> <laughs> right. But he's a performer, so it's not really oh, but I, But see, part of me thinks that doing that, wearing a dress on camera in front of the masses, is actually less humiliating than wearing a crazy hat on Friday and telling me what, you know. I would rather wear it. Like, I don't do know. Well, I don't know why that one hit me between the eyes so much, but it really fucked me up. I'm like, I just pictured myself having to do that. Like, what hat would I pick? Yeah. How would I make it crazy? How and am I going to justify like, talk, What hat are you wearing? Oh, I'm wearing And then there's it. like, and now you've got like 20 people on a Zoom and then it's like, who runs the combo? Yeah. When do I interject? How much of it is purely hat-based rhetoric? Like, yeah. at what point does it become about, like, all right, what are you doing on the weekend? And, like, it, can like, I take the hat off? How long do we need to talk about each other's hats? Yeah. Do we have to go around in a circle and explain the hat? I'd say so. I'd be like, that what are you wearing? That sort of thing, it's just, it's a lot for me. Dude. It's a lot. I feel like the weight on my chest when I think about having to do shit like that, like crushing fucking... I had to do a fuck, and like this is different, but it's still part of the corporate world where you just get roped into shit. And it was like a big company boxing class. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's not about exercise. It's, I don't want to have to go and do this forced shit. Yeah. I haven't really, think, I mean, fingers crossed, I haven't yeah, had. There, like, but for the grace of God, go I haven't on. really had like out and out hectic, massive company corporate fucking responsibilities do you know what i mean yeah david jones was like that was there was that environment of like having to go to you know christmas parties yeah. and birthday parties oh, yeah, and that sort yeah. of thing that, that pressure as well is like I'm where not it's like you've got a real mixed bag of motherfuckers that you know on any other day wouldn't be seen dead <laughs> together no exactly and you're yeah. having to interact yeah in that way, I would always, I would always bar those sorts of things where it was like. But then I find it, yeah, I know what you mean. But it's again, like, it's not anything other than like I'm a, like I'm a bit of a creature of habit, and like I know what I like. I know it's not like a, I'm not friends with these people. It's more just like I don't like these forced, awkward social interactions. Well, 
Like how you're going to have to get onto a Zoom with all the new fathers? Oh yeah, bro. I mean, I have said that, but this is probably this. Have is you a told year. that before? I've told it, but like, I mean, our audience is, you know, it's worth telling again. When you have a child, for the first time, anyway, mothers go into, or they can go into, like a mothers group in your local area, which is great because it's a really good way for new mums to like meet other people in the same situation. Again, for like new mums, I get it. They go and they sort of talk about, you know, it's quite a fucking hectic thing being a new mum, going through all the shit, your life changes. So they, you know, you go there, she's made a couple of really good friends from there as well who like now I know. But when it was all very new and fresh, it was like, and COVID had hit, it just hit. And then it was like one of the mums in Steph's mum's chat group was like, oh, we should do a Zoom with all the dads. But just the dads and the dads, we should organize all the dads to get on a Zoom and have a beer together. And Steph goes, just came into the room. <laughs> they were all like, oh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Or whatever on their WhatsApp. And Steph just came into the living room, I think, with me once. And she was like, so nine o'clock Thursday night, all the dads on a Zoom for a beer. And I just went, no, sorry, not doing it. I'm just putting my foot down. I can't. I don't know any of these people. How the fuck's this going? There's going to be like 20 dads there holding up a beer. Cheers, new dad. Like, fuck, no. I'd prefer to just meet but him then in you person. have to go around in a circle. And say, I'm Tom, I'm Evie's dad. Like, I'll, I'll meet him in person. Like, I'm fucking more than, like, that's fine. I'm not doing the Zoom meeting with At the time, you're going to have to be like, oh, I'm Tom, I'm unemployed. <laughs> Oh, I'm Tom. I'm recently redundant. Uh, I'm selling fucking masks and sanitizer. I think this was when on. you were on the tools, even. No, because COVID had hit. So when COVID uh, hit, and then I was in the masks and sanity <laughs> game. But it was just like, yeah, it's because it was. But that side of things, like that, wasn't the concern for me of being like fucking. Although I would, but it have, does make. Well, I probably it, wouldn't it have brought away it. it Tom. I wouldn't have brought it up. It I might have skimmed over it. <laughs> But certainly just the idea of just recently people redundant. <laughs> oh, I'm Tom, Evie's dad, recently redundant, uh, looking for work. Well, I'm selling masks and sanitizers, capitalizing on a global pandemic. Uh, let me know, though, if you need anyone to, like, if you've got any gardening that needs done. I've used a shovel before. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that was, a, that was one where I just, like, you get roped into shit, you know what I mean? But I was just like, no, nah, putting my foot down, not doing it. And then Steph sort of had to go back and be like, yeah, Tom just said that he'd prefer to meet them all in person. I was like, sorry. Oh, is that what she said? Yeah. Which well, is you, true. Because you can't really come up with an excuse. I was just like, mate, that is the reality of it. Other like, than that. Though. No, I'm just like, not, it was like eight, nine o'clock on a Thursday night. Fuck that. I'll meet, like, again, I've met, and I've met a bunch of them in person. It's like way easier to fucking be normal and talk as opposed to like 50 dudes on a fucking Zoom. So have you done that meetup? Yeah, like I've met them. We've had like ones where they've been, you know, I've met them at like uh, fucking down at Easts and shit. Like we've gone down there. Oh, yeah. Not a bad spot. Nah, mate, it's fine. Eats actually, they've done very well. They've done that joint up. But um, shout out to East. Shout out to East. Which looks much better. Yeah, it does. I was also club captain of the Colts when I was down there. So sorry about that. You got still got your picture on the wall and shit, man? I actually, I broke my knee like a week after I was offered the job and then I just never went back. <laughs> So you were a disgrace. That's probably a fucking disgrace. <laughs> I mean, breaking your knee and like being in and out of hospital for a few months really puts in perspective. But you're not a clubman. No, nah, well, I was. I was a great clubman. 
And then I just was like, you know what? I can't believe they gave you the gig. You don't seem to have much, you know, clubbing about you. Nah, because I was a friend to everyone, despite this weird thing where I'm like, I don't want to be friends with anyone. Yeah, but you're like not going down early and like fucking... No, because it's not about captain of the team. It's like social captain. You know what I mean? Like I like to get around and have a party and fucking rip and tear. Again, I didn't know what I was going to be required to do because I wasn't around long. But I was club captain for about a week. Then I broke my leg. So shout out to fucking forced awkward Zoom interaction. Yes. That's where we've got to. That's where we've got to. Forced awkward Zooms. But, I mean, the forced awkward Zoom is just a technological version of the forced awkward social interaction. The forced awkward interaction, however it takes place, Mm. uh, is one that I would prefer to avoid at all costs. But when they do happen, it is funny. There's not really many more that you have. I guess it's like when you meet fucking like not your miso's family, but like when you first meet like your partner or your girlfriend or your whatever's family. Well, it's like that can be a little bit more. That's not as awkward as like I don't want to be around here. It's that's more like a no. That's like that's like okay. I don't want to fuck this. It's a bridge I got to cross. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know you have to front foot that. It not necessarily front foot it, but you have to go through it. Yes. You know well, it's I mean? the only way to then get it comfortable. You've got to be uncomfortable for it to become for comfortable. For it to be comfortable. Same with the first day at work. You know it's going to suck. First then, day at a new job sucks, dude. Oh. Then you get through it. You just you pound through it and then you get some sort of normality. When I was an intern, uh, I can't remember where I was, but I was getting in there. and Where you would fucking today, man? That's right. That's right. And that was part of like the uni degree. We had to do an internship. I made mine up. You just made it up? Yeah. What? <laughs> Bro, that's so genius. <laughs> that's so genius. They didn't check, did they? Of course they didn't. So what you just said? I made it up. <laughs> I looked up some fucking small like boutique agency and then like got my mate Noxies and then just like reworded it. That's so good, Eddie. Fuck. I wish I did that. How did they just not check? Why the fuck would they check? They're not going to get on the blower to like 300 people. That's so true. That's so true. Do you know what I did as well when I was on mine? So Bracey, friend of the show, Nude Soon, he was filming a movie in Tahiti. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, he got got like as part of the thing, companion flights. I think he was going to fly over a bird, fell through. Look who's fucking sitting pretty waiting to fucking fly to Tahiti. So I went over to Tahiti, like the fucking film flew me over Mm. to Chopu and shit. And I was in the middle of this internship and I was so wigged out about the fact that I was bailing on the internship. I went to Tahiti for two days or three days and then came home. Are you serious? Yeah, it's one of the great regrets of my life. What the fuck? How long could you have gone for? Like, bro, it was everything was sorted there. Like he had a fucking place. Like to, everything was. You went for two days. I think it was two or three days. Yeah, because of this internship. Yeah, it's one of the great regrets of my life. I think about it all the time. We went out. And we were fucking on the. We were like in the, like out watching Chopper pump because they were filming Point Break, and so like they needed it to the swell to be fucking huge. And I just managed to time it when the swell was psycho. So we're out sitting there all day just fucking having a good time, and then it was like, all right, anyway, thanks, gotta go. It, and you, but you could have. I could have stayed. It. Well, I could have just fucking gone. Oh, I'll be back in a week, and we'll continue when I get back. Yeah. I've got this on. But yeah. I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh, sorry, I've got to just. Uh. So what did you say to him to get two days off? 
the same thing I would have said if I had three. Just like, <laughs> mate, I'm going, I've got something on or I've got to go. Yeah, they wouldn't. It's so funny with when you're like, with context, you're like, oh, they don't mean anything. They don't mean anything and they don't give a shit. No one cares. No. I was an intern. Like, they don't give a fuck. They, I'm probably more of a hindrance being there. <laughs> you probably are. Yeah. Like, you definitely you are. You 100% are. Because they have to find work for you to do. Ugh. Anyway. I remember I did an internship at the TARS, like, after I'd made my up. Like, actually yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. fucking make Trying it. to find a job. And, like, you know, you'd have to do the game days. And, like, it was all right at the start, but then at the end you just realised that you're just packing up pads and shit. <laughs> you know, like... yeah. The, oh, the novelty wears off yeah, really quick, really quick. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm probably out. I'm probably out of here. You know yeah, I, mean? I don't think this one's I've got me. somewhere to go. Yeah. Or they're like, go down to the pub and ask members like what they think about the club and shit. And I just went down there and had a couple of beers. <laughs> Fuck that. That's Watch it, TV. Right? I'm like, like, I'm not fucking doing going that. Going and asking people what they're fucking... No. You know what I mean? What do you like about the Tars? Like, but what is it? Record yourself? Record them or just no? Ask? Just go and get feedback. Jesus They're like, "What's Christ. the feedback?" I'm like, "It's pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> Feedback's great, dude. What a weird way to get feedback. You're right. When you do like an internship, you start off. You go, "Oh, this is really cool. I'm in some new environment. It's kind of exciting. It's something I kind of like. Whether it's like the rugby side of things or whatever." And then before you know it, you're like, "Oh, I'm just a shit kicker who gets paid nothing to do this. I'm just free work." Internships are almost a fucking massive wool pool. What shocked me as well was like how lean they were running. Like you've got this idea of like what these a big, sporting yeah, club yeah, would be yeah, like, yeah. and you get in, you're like, ooh, oh, this is this isn't as glamorous as I may have <laughs> been letting myself believe. Yeah, it's it's not glamorous. Not that's glamorous at all. that's fucking that's a big misconception with all these things. But like certainly, I remember I went to one job that I had. I would move from one job to another. And the golf, in terms of like glamour, for lack of a better word, was so stark. I walked in there on the first day and I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> so we thought. That was my first thought. I was like, oh, fuck. It wasn't, it wasn't my, it wasn't a pervasive thought. Like it wasn't the way I felt forever. But it certainly was a first impression where I was like, what the fuck is this? What have I done? What have I done? <coughs> that's so funny. Dude. Yeah. Anyway, that's just the way it goes though, isn't it? It's the way it goes. Um, I watched a phenomenal movie last night and I suggest everyone do it. It's called Walking Tall. Now it's, I'm going to say from around 2000, between 2005 to 2000 and... Is it about walking with your like 2004. head held high? It stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Johnny Knoxville of Jackass fame. I don't need to remind you. If I do, then shame on you. It's when The Rock was getting into movies. So like he'd probably done Scorpion King and a few other things. He still had hair. He wasn't as jacked. But he goes back to his old hometown where like his old mate, they grew up together. He's now like corrupt, runs the town, fucking, you know, he's a criminal. But The Rock walks around town with a two-by-four and just takes names. <laughs> and then he becomes a sheriff and he doesn't have a gun. He has the two-by-four sitting in the car. And he just goes and fucks people up with a, with a block of wood. To what end? Well, he saves the day and he becomes sheriff of the town and he, you know, cleans it up. 
So this town's dirty. Well, what criminals are criminals come to run it? Corruption. He, they, this guy's got the cops on board. Like everyone's on the take from this fucking one guy who's also who grew up with the rock in town. Um, and then the rock comes back and he's like, "I'm fucking cleaning this town up." And cleans up with a four by two. With a two by four block of wood. Four by two. Two by four. Two by four. Four yeah. by two. Two by four. Not four by two. Two by four. What's the difference? I don't know, but that's just the way it's called. Two by a two by four. You would imagine they seem to be a like. It seems to me it's more like an eight by two. It's inches, right? Two inches by four inches. Yeah, it's more of like a. I think it's just what the the Do you know end what I mean? is. Two inches. Oh, the ends. Yeah, it's the ends. Not so the length. No, no, no. It's not the length because it's the length could be whatever. Yeah. If it's two by four, it's like that big. You're going around with a block of wood, like <laughs> fucking <laughs> smashing. It's like having a rock in your hand. I believe Talk to it's me, Dave. Yeah, I believe it's the, like a width. Yeah. So this is an article. Two by fours are not actually two by four. Um, so two by four is a colloquialism. Uh, the phrase two by four rolls off your tongue a lot easier than the truth most of the time. Um, the <laughs> yep. way they measure wood. Um, uh, so it says without the rough edges, what went in as a two by four is roughly 1.5 by 3.5, having lost a quarter inch on all sides. Once upon a time, two by fours really were two by four, but these days the blocks are smaller <laughs> And more right. environmentally resilient, apparently. So we're just rounding up to the two by four. I was, I have always well, wondered would how be, they measure That would wood. be like they're one point five by three point five. That's what so. What like. you're saying, Dave, is that like everything, things are getting smaller, smaller. Yeah. But they're yeah, you're they're, getting less of stuff. You're getting, you're people getting, are getting bigger, but things are getting smaller. Are getting but people smaller. will charge you. I bet people are still. They're not bringing down the price on the two by four now that it's a one point five by three point five. They're still ripping you off. I think we can, we can assume that that's the case. Like, amounts of shit have definitely got smaller, right? Like... Yeah, Cadbury blocks and stuff. Cadbury blocks and packets of chips and Dude, all Dude, packets shit. of chips are like 75% air. Yeah. Whereas once upon a time, you used to open them up and they used to be full to the brim. Yeah. At least that's my recollection. That was my understanding of the chip game. And I used to know my chips pretty well because I'd always buy them to always get Tarzos. Now, I think that the greatest chip that's ever existed in terms of brand packet of chips, they tried... They've tried very hard to like diversify. You know, it's like they used to just do like one or two good things really well, like the Dorito, say. And then before you know it, there's 50 types of Doritos and you're like, fucking Jesus Christ, mate. How do I keep up with this? Kettle chips. For me, Primo, Numero, Uno, old school, salt and video. I might even get some after this. I'm fucking, they're making me like salivate. But kettle chips, number one for me. I've always loved kettles. Always. Yeah. Honey baked ham. Is it Fuck that? yeah, dude. Honey baked ham. Just straight up salt. You don't see kettles that much anymore. No, you don't. But they changed the colour of them. They used to be white with like a coloured stripe along the bottom. Well, they of used to just have, you know, salt and vinegar, plain, yeah. salt. Staples. Honey baked ham. Staples. They went over the top with like fucking steak and kidney and all this steak random shit. Steak and kidney shit. and like chive and apple and grape. And you're like, what the fuck? When I was growing up, me and my brother used to love kettles chips. And we came up with the idea of creating dimples crisps because my brother had a dimple. And it would just be him smiling, pointing at his dimple. And that would be like the front cover. And we were, we were going to buy kettles and then just pour them out and repackage them. 
That was our business idea. <laughs> Dimples chips. Dimples crisps. <laughs> what? How random is that? That is so <laughs> Dimples crisps. <laughs> what? How would you... So you'd be packaging them in empty kettles packets. <laughs> well, you'd be emptying out the kettles packets and repackaging them in the tin <laughs> Dimples. <laughs> oh, so wait, you'd have Dimples packets, but you'd be putting kettle chips in Dimples packets. <laughs> How old are you? I don't know, eight, seven, eight, <laughs> ten, like, fucking 15, who knows? <laughs> yeah, older than you want to let on. <laughs> I honestly couldn't tell you, like, ten But what was the, like, did you see a gap in the market or did you just think that Dimples Chris was a good name? <laughs> it was a good name. <laughs> Not necessarily. Well, clearly there was no gap in the market if we're repurposing <laughs> kettles, kettles, chips, and I mean I can't <clears throat> remember the Kearns dimples specifically, but are they particularly alluring, or is it just like he's got an alluring dimple? He's yeah. got one dimple, or one one dimple of of, of, of substance. Of substance, yeah. <laughs> well, a dimple that you can sell chips off the back of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a strong... It, it is a strong It's dimple. still a good idea. I don't mind dimples crisps. I think we certainly... We keep that in the back pocket. Yeah, I think so. I think we keep that in the back pocket. Look, I'm not, I'm not prepared to give up on it. No, I don't think so. Not with the way that kettles have gone. Where by are the kettles now? By the wayside. Are they even a thing still? Like, you kind of... Red Rock Deli came in with brass you know or chips. You know what? They got Red Rock Deli, I reckon. Yeah. Red they, Rock came and just went, look at us being all brassery and fucking well, they, you boutique. Know, I think what Red Rock Deli really, what fucking <whistles> spurred them on to greatness uh, was the sweet chilli. Yes, dude, yes. The sp- it was like, What's it called? I is think it, it might uh, be sweet chilli. Yes, yeah, sweet chilli and it's not sweet chilli and sour cream, is it? I think it might be. Look that up. Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about, puns it's and fucking that one, That one set them apart from the competition. Yep. No one had fucked with a chip like that before. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> you can get a sweet chilli and fucking cream or whatever it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, sweet chilli and sour cream. Yeah. But sweet chilli and sour cream, absolute game changer. I was yeah. looking on the... Changed the game. I was looking yeah. on the Kettle website. The Kettle got Red Rock Deli-ified because they've got their OG flavours. They've got a sweet chilli and sour cream. They've got honey soy chicken and they've got like a oh, chilli and lime. Honey soy chicken is a big Exactly guy. like... Oh, I don't like honey deli. soy chicken. Honey oh, soy chicken's good. too much. No, I don't like it. No, it's good. I think it tastes like shit. It's 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 like it's, it's a, just trying too hard. Like sure, I could eat it. Like if I'm at a pub and someone brings some honey soy chicken, fucking Red Rocks or kettles at her, I'm like, yeah, look, I'll have a couple. But am I going out of my way? When was the last? This will wig you out. When was the last time you saw a packet of honey baked ham kettles? You never see them anymore. You don't because everyone's been Red Rock Deli. That's the problem. Every store. You have bloody red, like any pub, and it's like Red Rock Deli or Smith's in there. What happened to Light and Tangy? Mm-hmm. Smith's Light and Tangy. Don't mind Light and Tangy, but they would be lower on the rung of my But you don't preferred. see them anymore. They used to be everywhere, Light and Tangy. They used to fucking be the the, the name in the game. Do we have a... T- can you turn the TV on, Dave, and drag across some, like, yep. kettle yeah, chip screens and shit? I want to see what the yeah. fucking kettle chip looks um, like in... The honey-baked ham, they don't sell anymore. What? They don't sell them. No. There you go. See, bro, we're living in strange times. Jesus Christ. Make of that what you will, punters and dribblers. Does anyone make the honey baked ham? That's fuck. I reckon that's fuck people up. People are getting fucked up all over the country, dare I say the world right now, with that news. 
That's shocking. Yeah, that is shocking. We used to go to the Dubbo Golf Club and after a nice round, we'd get um, Coke with raspberry at the bottom. Like a jug of Coke with raspberry at the bottom. Oh, sorry, like, gotcha, yeah. Sort of yeah. like a the raspberry cordial. Yeah, and yeah. then rip into a couple of fucking packs of honey baked ham. Thanks I remember coming. when that's, we would- That's the stuff of fucking- Dreams. Dreams. When bro. we would go to the drive through bottle in Barrel and you would be sit like so dad would obviously go in and you just remain seated in the car listen to the radio because i don't think you're allowed in a bottle of are you if you're underage the parent can't remember i can't remember that's the The one on the left yeah the one on the left far gold can you just take a download that photo and send it to us yeah because that's probably going to be which one the one on the far left the top oh yeah does it do you recall that i've never seen this before you've never seen that you're so young okay so that there are things where I'm like, fuck, you're older than I think, but that that illuminates yeah. everything for me. That's the sort of chip, that one we're looking at right now, which we'll have on screen, but we're also probably going to turn into the tile for the fucking That's the OG. Episode. That's the OG chip right yeah. there. We would sit in the bottle O, drive through it, dad would go in, and then he'd come back out with a pack of fucking kettles for us all, and it was like, this is living. So now look at you go down to the bottom. Now they're trying to they're trying to red rock deli the packets, man. They're all black See? and shit. Uh, left, they've got the whole range there. No, 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 no. The big there. range there. What is that? What is that? So look, they've got rid of honey baked ham, and now they've got honey soy chicken, which tastes like absolute shit. Rosemary and sea salt. You've already got sea salt and vinegar. What honey the f- baked hams at the back? They don't even give a shit about honey baked ham. In 2011, it was discontinued. Okay, so that's old, that photo. Flamed steak. It's not, though. Flamed steak. That's it's not flamed steak. So stop trying to wool pull us. It's a fucking chip. Yeah, I'll get you to um, the Sweet chili and sour range. cream. They're all doing it now. They're all doing it. a red rock. Yeah, this is their current range. I'll, I can click on one. Sea salt. Sea salt, chili, Sea salt and vinegar, honey soy chicken, fuck off, sweet chili sour cream, potato and sweet potato sea salt. Can we just relax with the sea salt? Like, give us a sea salt. Kettle parmesan and sweet roasted garlic. For fuck's sake, guys. That's why you're behind on the scoreboard. Yeah. You're trying too hard to be Red Rock Deli. But also, like, stay in your lane. Yeah. You don't, I mean, like, what does Smiths do? I think Smiths... Um, Smiths, to me, just seem like they've gone, you know what, we've got colourful packets and that's well, what we do. Well, I think they do. do both. Oh, so they do like some sexy... They sexy do the sexy chips. new stuff. That. They do the sexy new stuff, but they also know where they sit. Yeah. Their crinkle cuts are old school, bro. Yeah. Uh, their crinkle Look at that. Cu- you, set, you watch to their original crinkle Original salt and vinegar chicken. Thank you. Cheese and onion barbecue. They're the originals. That's all they do. Then they've got their thinly cut chips. And then this is where they start to get a little bit more creative. Sour sticky cream, barbecue sticky ribs. barbecue, roast chicken and thyme. Then their oven baked range, smoky barbecue. See, it's not that over the top still. It's still pretty fucking yeah. rudimentary. Poppables. Yeah, look, poppables. They go and look, then they're trying again. But they've got they've stuck true though to what they do. Who the fuck goes for these other weird ones they've got? Yeah, though? but they wouldn't push many of them. That's what I'm saying though. Like sausage sizzle and loaded baked potato. Like surely kettles should have got a read off aren't it shapes when shapes tried to get fucking funky fresh yeah. and the people rioted took to the streets well people were burning effigies it was like people took to the streets and they rolled over to yeah. the point where they still have like original flavor on the pack well because they tried to change the recipe everyone to... went what 
fucking world are you living in where you think that like the arrogance to change the recipe and what think was the most gonna... annoying part of that was they tried to wool pull the punter and the dribbler by saying that they'd done focus groups of shape loving individuals who agreed that the new flavors were a-okay i'm Poor like shit well i wasn't fucking asked <laughs> no one came to me i eat a box of shapes a day and i wasn't <laughs> fucking asked and had yeah. i been asked you would have got it square between the fucking eyeballs <laughs> don't change a thing why so would still get originals on the of box? Because it was such a monumental fucking disgrace. Like they've obviously gone and they've tried to mix it. They've still got their mixing up. I don't mind. I think cheese and bacon are an underrated shape. I'll put that out there. They are still originals. But this look. But again, so after their fuck up, look at these. They've got Vegemite, which is sort of new. Barbecue still there. Savory always been there. Chicken crimpy always been there. Cheese and bacon always been there. Cheddar always been there. Nacho cheese been there for a long time. So nacho cheese a newer version, but certainly cheese and bacon a newish version. It's not as old school as like a pizza or a barbecue, yeah. but still it's seen some winters now. Cheese and bacon seen plenty. I th I'd say cheese and bacon. It wasn't a barbecue. I remember when it came out. It wasn't yeah, as old no. school as these other. But like then you've got chili cheese again. It's new. That's it's new a limited it edition though. It says it. Ah, uh, there you go. Yeah. So, you know. I tell you what is like. Cattle need to sort it out. I've, I, I mean, I don't know what the science behind it is, Tom. There would be science to back up this statement, but nothing more Moorish on the planet than, than the shapes. shapes. I'd say that they're certainly and equal the, to any other Moorish thing. They're, they're fucking, they're as Moorish as it gets. There are some other things that are Moorish though that, I mean, aren't just immediately coming to mind, but like... Like you can, and the, the, crate, the thing about those, the boxes is, is they're big, but you, they're not insurmountable. You no, can you pull can, one away in a sitting. You can knock easily. off a box of shapes, but if, while we're talking about things that are getting less, the shapes have maintained, I think, a very really reasonable, healthy. healthy serving size. Just going off the box set, it says 190 grams. It may have come down a pinch from 200, 220, but not much. <laughs> not much. I've spat coffee everywhere. Then. What? I've spat coffee everywhere. I was fucking... That was hard to hold in. <laughs> fucking hell. Maybe a pinch, Eddie. Maybe, Maybe a pinch. You'd always I'll tell you what was uh, a real insight into a family, because obviously every family has their a unique vibe. The house has a unique smell, Tom. Which well, we get, I don't but, get, but we've had that conversation. But that, that is a me. that is a reality. Each family would have their own shape flavor, like one that was more prevalent well, than others listen yeah they always had their own shape flavor but you would be able to go to a fucking family's house and like if they had the savory shape she'd be like okay can i call mum yeah, i yeah, want to yeah. go where's mum i need to go <laughs> i go i've just opened the cupboard guess what's in here savory shapes and marmite <laughs> and you head for the fucking hills or oh, heaven fucking heaven forbid you go to one of those fucking fruit families and it's like oh, oh, do you want an apple and i'm like not really <laughs> no nah, i think i'm all right i'm not a fucking bat get me out of here like Call that may that may well have changed in in 2021 yeah. but back in the 90s nah if you weren't fucking rocking the good stuff now i was a little bit like we didn't have we very rarely had like uh heaps of like uh you know uh, sweet foods and shit. Like, Would you have like shapes and shit? Fucking yeah, yeah, we yeah. always had I shapes. Won't, we weren't like we. Mum draw the line on like you can get roll ups every now and then, but Correct. you can't. Same thing. 
there isn't an untapped resource of shapes in the cupboard. No, no, no. You, I mean, of, of roll-ups. roll-ups. No. I think that was a sugar f- decision, though. Yes, that's it. Exactly right. We weren't allowed to just have ice cream all the time, chocolate all the time. But then you'd roll into, like, Streety's house or Sebo's house. Sebo would have fucking a couple of packs of unopened Tim Tams in his, in his fucking pantry every time I'd roll over there. And I'm like, bro, bro you have Tim Tams in the pantry. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, they're not open. <laughs> Why not? And then I would just, I would knock off their fucking Tim Tams like it was going out of fashion. Like their family just knew, like if I was coming over, I'm eating your Tim Tams. Like you can't be fucking, I get, I'm not allowed this shit at my house or very rarely. Mm. And I know that dad would hide it and basically dish it out like it was fucking rations. Yeah. So if I'm rolling into your house and you've got ice cream at Streets, Street used to like shame me because I'd fucking eat ice cream at his house. I'm like, cuz. You, but you got to get your fill when you, you get gotta it. Get, you got to make hay while the sun's <laughs> shining. And there's no sun shining at my house. Yeah. Unless you're into shapes. But my mum would sometimes, and this is where, you know, she does, she hasn't lived this down, because, and nor should she. <laughs> but she bought us carob, which is like, Dave, I don't even know how to explain carob? it. Carob? It's like not, it's like, it's like a pseudo chocolate. Like it's not chocolate at all. So I don't know like, what, I've never heard of it. Dave, can you just explain yeah. what carob is? Um, so the carob is a flowering evergreen tree or shrub in some family, um, oh, that's just giving me about the plant. No, carob chocolate. Oh, carob chocolate. Um, carob powder. It's a cocoa powder alternative made from dried roasted carob. It looks like cocoa powder. Often uses natural sweeter. It says it's sweet and has a unique taste. It, Would you the agree? unique taste? Do you know what the un- unique taste is? Shit. It doesn't taste like chocolate at all. It doesn't taste sweet. It's like fucking... It's like cardboard and mum was like here i've got some carob and we were like you know like if you get it you want really want a toy and then you like it's like chocolate from wish it's like here's the toy i want and then this is the toy i get that isn't the same thing yes that's what carob is and i'm like you know what mum prefer to just not have chocolate yeah just get carob <laughs> just don't fucking waste our time it don't says, waste time it says here uh the food failed to become popular because it traumatized a generation thank you in the 1970s people whose parents were members of the natural food movement felt betrayed when they were presented with carob instead of chocolate i can 100 percent relate to the betrayal that I well felt. i wasn't betrayed as a child thank god but that sounds ghastly yeah but uh, to me to to my mother's i mean not even defense but she didn't she fucking learned pretty quick that carob wasn't going to fly in our household it's either chocolate or nothing don't waste our time yeah don't bring it over because i'm not into it no and i won't have a fucking but also i'm not presenting this to one of my friends as like a hey here you go because otherwise i'm then the freak who has savory shapes no what are we doing yeah yeah, yeah. and you can't live that down no you can't offer recover from that you can't offer carob to your guests no 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 much like you can't offer savory shapes to guests it's just it's it's uncouth it's not done it's not done no but you're right, a fucking, a pack of Tim Tams when they were on the go was always so fucking good. My Dude. grandma always had, shout out to Granny no longer with us, but she used to always have fucking Tim Tams ready to rock and roll. Two yep. packets, unopened, unopened, fresh to death. Thanks. Originals, bang, let's get into our work. Yeah. Beforehand, we'll nip up the road 50 metres to the fucking fish and chip shop. Wasn't called Joe's. There was a Joe's fish and chips, but not this one. <laughs> Just wanted to Good point to that clarify out. that. And you'd go, okay, can I get $2 worth of fucking hot chips with chicken salt? And you'd come back with a... You'd need two people to carry the yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You used to, $2 used to go a long way. Long way. In the chip game. You'd pound the chips near to death and then you'd sit down and you'd fucking get into your Tim Tams. Like that is 
Thanks for that combination. Yeah. Because that can't be best. No, that can't be. I used to, nan, when we would go to my grandma, shout out to Nano, also no longer with us, it was Coco Pop Central. Wasn't allowed Coco Pops. We were more a wheat bix or a Nutrigrain family at our house. Or complex. Were you allowed? Were you allowed Coco Pops if you went on a uh, a trip and you got the fucking you got holiday, the variety pack? The holiday yeah, yeah, variety fucking pack, yeah. You got the Kellogg's variety packs, and it was like, holy shit, I'm getting a little thing of Fruit Loops here, or I'm getting some Coco Pops or Frosties. <sighs> yes. But you go to Nan's and she'd have Coco Pops, and it's like, oh, might be having three bowls of Coco Pops for breakfast today. Thank you very much, Nano. <laughs> but you know. These were the these were the things that you got to do. I'm concerned that my mum, shout out to Annabelle, much love to you, doll. I just want to make sure she provides because she was a carob. She, you know, she traumatized me with carob. I'm like, don't you do that to my daughter. Give her treats and shit. Give her the good stuff. Give her the good stuff because that's what grandmas have to do. Candies, like what, chocolates. Yeah. Like when you used to go to Donut King, mum would always get a cinnamon donut. Dad. Because we weren't with him as often, would get us the good stuff. The ones with like the chocolate, yeah, the big ones, the sprinkles, like, you know, and like shit. the fucking one covered in icing and shit. Donuts, cinnamon donuts, though. Cinnamon donuts have become like, can I can I tell a? I'm not going to tell a lie. Not to punter in the dribbler. Nah, don't. Sometimes when I'm fucking meandering around Warringah Mall, mm. you know, on girlfriend duty, yeah, fiance duty. Every now and then, I might walk past Donut King and nip in for a couple of cinnamon, <laughs> and they are. Fucking tremendous. The quality of the cinnamon donut has fucking just stayed at a peak. And they've still got the little cooking machine and you watch them. You watch it get done. You know, you watch them get done. They drop the fucking, the batter in or the dough, whatever yeah. it is. And then it flips it over as its little journey through the oil continues. <laughs> and then he comes up the conveyor belt, drops into the cinnamon, couple hot, of flips, bang, into a bag. You can barely hold it so hot. Yeah. Unbelievable. We used to have this phenomenal Vietnamese baker in barrel and their cinnamon donuts would fucking bring even the most prepubescent of young boys to climax. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's just nothing you can do. You're like, holy shit, these cinnamon donuts are fucked up. They won't quit. They won't quit. Also, and, uh, you know, the, the half chocolate or half strawberry chocolate with sprinkles on top, of a cinnamon donut, not mm. to be discounted. Either. No, 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 no. Probably doesn't get the credit it's fucking due. No, but it's still in the conversation. It has to be in the conversation because they are delightful. <laughs> Donuts. I mean, fuck. I could. Uh, did you tell you what was a weird period in time? Really weird period in time. At least in my life, I don't know if you had the same thing, but the 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 Krispy Kreme craze where like Krispy Kremes just came out of nowhere. Yes. And all of a sudden they were fucking everywhere. And because you couldn't get them back home, like people would bring them from Sydney. Yeah, they were, it was like crack or gold, <laughs> go, like gold bars. And you'd be like, where the fuck did you get They were in like the big fucking... Massive, massive. Where the fuck did you get those Krispy Kremes? All mum coming from Sydney last night. And people would bring back like shitloads like, of them. Fucking bootful. Yeah, you'd hear of someone rolling into town with Krispy Kremes, like, what the fuck? Where are you going? It's like, oh, mate, I'm going over to old mate's house. He just got a fucking bunch of Krispy Kremes in from Sydney. <laughs> but. <laughs> Literally, though. That was, that was what it was. Yeah. I was always conflicted, though, because I was like, am I the only one who's fucking thinks these are too much? Like, they were a lot. I'm a cinnamon donut man. Well, you man. couldn't pound them like you can pound the cinnamon. Bro, if you can get through two Krispy Kremes, you are a. Better man or woman than I am. I could get through one and I'm like, I am. I have a sweet tooth. You do have a sweet tooth. I have a sweet something. tooth. These things are too sweet. Yeah. Oh, fuck. That was smacky. 
They were smacky as fuck. You needed a nap after one. <laughs> fucking oath you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not too dissimilar to crack, I would imagine. No, I would imagine after a bender you know on I mean? crack, you need like to someone's sleep it bought, off. Someone shipped them in from Sydney in the boot. Yeah. You know, you're fucking, you're scratching yourself, you're so keen for one. <laughs> you get around there, you pop it up, you get the highs, but you get the crashing lows. You get lows. the lows. You yeah. get the lows. Whereas with a cinnamon donut, I feel like you can sort of maintain a bit more of an even well, keel. Well, put it this way. How many, how many, and I'm talking like a donut king cinnamon stock standard. Yeah. How many do you reckon you can put away? I think you can put away five. Yeah, definitely. Five. Easy. I reckon five at a pinch. <laughs> in a sitting. Right? Five at a sitting. Five in a sitting. Yeah. So that's not like sitting there just trying to eat five. No, no. Like, you don't have to eat five in a minute. No. It's just in a sitting. In a sitting, you get through five comfortably. And that's also like, comfort, you know what? Comfortably five in a sitting. You'd feel sick at the end, but you could definitely do it. Because they're Moorish. <laughs> they are Moorish. They're Moorish as fuck. Steph's Croatian, Moorish. like, side of, well, Steph is fucking Croatian, uh, Serbian as well. They do these things, I think they're called Krofna, Krofne, Krofne. It's like, it's like that donut batter, but they're just balls dropped into the deep fryer, rolled in cinnamon and shit as well. So it's basically like a cinnamon donut ball. <laughs> You roll into family events and you see a fucking table of those. You're like, lovely to see you again, family. I'm making my way to the fucking donut balls. Here you go. Yep. Thanks for coming. Do they yeah, get yeah. filled with stuff as well? Uh, I'm sure they can, but they're more of a traditionalist are, family. Are they, are, they a, are they literally a donut or are they a little different? Well, they are... Obviously, they don't have the whole. They don't like, have the whole. Is the consistency the same? Is the Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the same sort of thing. It's the same sort of thing. But again, I'm sure there are minor differences. Is Krispy Kreme still with us? Yeah, but Krispy Kreme used to have their own dedicated stores, right? Krispy so, Kreme was like, they, they, then like no one, everyone started going, okay, this is crack in a donut. Then they started, I think, just moving, like slowly like drawing back. They were sort of struggling to justify having fucking franchise shop fronts selling mm. just fucking crack. So now they're like in 7-Elevens and shit. Yeah, I was just reading this. Um, they went into administration in 2010. There you go. Because, and literally the article said exactly what you guys said. It was a novelty. It was a destination thing. People would go to the major cities and bring it home. And then they opened like 50 stores, which put them as like one store per every 400,000 people, which was like way more than they even had in America. So there were just these stores everywhere. And then they went into administration and closed down heaps of them. Yeah, crazy. They they thought that pe they thought that donuts of this nature were going to be much more of a thing. I think people just get a little bit carried away, and they just want to pump out as many as possible. Like, what was the other uh, donut chain? Donut time. Donut time. And they didn't pay their staff or something. Also, I think one of the guys at Donut Time do your own research, but he was linked to the leaking of the Mitchell Pierce video. He was allegedly. Allegedly. There is something in my mind bubbling away where it's like, was it him? Maybe it, like, anyway, he was definitely alleged. Alleged to have, been, to have linked. been linked. But I would say this, whilst everyone's fucking trying to go one better than Donut King and go, you know, bigger and better and sweeter and more intense, where are they now? Where are they now? Yeah. Now, look, I'll admit you don't see Donut Kings in like fucking you know, the eastern suburbs, really. But, like, push out a little bit further and you'll find them. But but what's still standing? The cinnamon donut just... Just... 
plodding along, shipping away, and it just goes, okay, you can you can fuck off and go get ritzy ditzy for a little while, yeah. but you'll be back. You'll be back. Yeah. You'll oh, back. you've got some hot new thing coming into town where you've got a donut that's got like fucking eighty pounds of Skittles fucking injected into the middle of it with a chocolate glaze that's going to give you diabetes just from looking at it great well i'm just gonna be over here just plodding along mm -hmm. old reliable old reliable i'll be here when the fucking fad disappears and you'll come back tail between your legs having to fucking you know give yourself insulin every hour mm. and i'll just be here the cinnamon donut reliable dependable yeah assured assured let's dribble that's out of dribble. Punters and dribblers, we are brought to you by Neds, the best betting platform in town. Um, I'll tell you what, if you've been following along on my profile, because obviously I've been overseas, so I've just been whacking up my bets for about even on the Neds profiles app, you'd see some... I, th I seem to bet better when I'm not around people and I'm just able to eyeball the talent on game day, see what's happening. It's when I'm able to be as, as, as gifted as I think I am. So basically what you're saying is it's a lot harder to bet almost a week in advance. That is games. what I'm saying, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, for example... You could say it's also a 24 hours before a game though, right? No, because if you're putting your bets in on Wednesday morning and there's a game Sunday night... There's also a game on Thursday. Yeah, but that, I'm not talking about that one. Right. I'm talking about the other games where maybe, you know, Nathan Cleary doesn't play yep. or Hines doesn't play. Yep. Well, Nathan Cleary did play, but Hines doesn't play. Yep. You get caught out. You do get caught out. You know? You, you do. You get caught out. If you follow along on my prof is what I'm saying is daddy. They are calling me daddy value, and I didn't come up with that either. It's embarrassing. How many bets you get on the weekend? Two. I got three. <laughs> well, <sighs> but you're not a dad, so they can't call you daddy value. Dad of a dog. Well, you... Mm. They could call you doggy style value. Doggy value. I don't know. It doesn't really have the same ring to Why? it as daddy value. You're being pettist. Well, it's not pettist. You aren't a father. I'm father of a dog. No, you're not a and father Tonka. of a dog. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Shout out to Neds. We love you. Shout out to Neds. Uh, you can follow our profiles on Neds. You can also join the About Even group um, where the you know everyone's sharing their bets in there and shit. I actually followed one of Gurus yesterday, uh, which was a Joey Manu away. Yeah, it didn't get up. No, it didn't. He was very lucky that his unit scooper got up. See, I've got a bone of contention next. If that was me, there's no way I'm getting given those nine units. No, but he's, no, but he's got it on and the bet stands. Yes. So it's live. The bet's right. live. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know that I would be afforded. This is what Toddler and I were discussing anyway in the green room. I know this is still live read. This is a bone of contention. I don't think that I would be afforded the same graces where apparently I'm not getting... So you think the bet's void altogether? Well, I'm saying you have been robbing me of units even though all my bets were going up last week. Were no, you? we robbed you of two bets. Two. Right. You didn't put one up for the Titans game or whatever it was, and you didn't do a unit scooper. That was all you robbed But I for. did the bets. I no, just you didn't. didn't. You didn't put them up. They weren't on your profile. They, they weren't on there. my profile? No. Well, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll show you. There was one game where there was no profile bet. There wasn't. I went through it last week. You didn't do You didn't do two bets, and you lost fucking well, two Tobler units, told and that's me, it. Tobler told me I, none of my, all my bets are void because they're not online. One of them. Okay, so Tobler doesn't even listen. You're right, so that's the problem. That's the problem. We've, we've now uncovered... You didn't do a unit scooper last week. That was void, so you lost a unit. Yep. And then there was one other bet out of eight. Okay, well, so Tobler's lying. Then. Yes. Tobler's lying to you and I. Correct. Well, he's lying on your behalf. Shocking. Thanks, Neds. Cheers, Neds. Fuck you, Tobler. Now, you win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Punters and dribblers.
It's the most generous podcasters of all here, Tom and Eddie. Here to look after the punter and the dribbler, dribbler and their drinking needs. Mm. It's still rosé drinking season, we know that. It's worth having a couple of bottles laying around. Yeah, I don't expect you to drink it in the driving rain, but I just went outside and the sun's out, baby. Oh, really? Sun's out, bum's out again, and it's fucking hot out there. I'll be losing the jacket, Tom. Mm. I can promise you that. So you need a couple of cases laying around your digs. You just do. Well, it's certainly when you've got guests, you're entertaining. Hey, come round. A couple of Sheila's come round. You want to be able to crack a bottle yeah. and impress? Yeah. Of course you do. Now, you're going to get 50 bucks off each case if you use the code MANLY. That's a gift from Tom and I at hellosport.shop. Six bottles. You're getting $50 off hellosport.shop. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Be prepared. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, you're prepared to fail. It's not the saying, but it's all right. Fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Got it. Hellosport.shop. Cool. If you're still with us, we salute you. It is the 300th. It is the 300th. Oh, shit. Is it the 300th episode I today? believe it is, yeah. Wow. And we thought, what better way to spend it than going through... Donuts and donuts chips and, and fucking... chips and fucking shapes and shit. Yeah, but believe going it or not... through our childhood. Believe it or not, that entire conversation was planned. That was, we thought, how are we going to fucking aptly, you know, cover this 300th episode and, like, deliver? And it was a meandering, you know, directionless conversation about confectionery, food, chips, businesses, life. Yeah. yeah. So you're welcome. Uh, 300 episodes, dude, that's fucking wild. Yeah, it is. I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a number, isn't it? And well, it is. That's why there's not much fanfare for us. We just well, keep rolling we, no, on. because you know we we know we've done more than three hundred. Well, we probably have. We have, haven't we? We definitely have. We definitely for the have. old school, for the old school supporters, you'll remember that we used to do on the blower and shit. That's right. Where we just record phone conversations, and then a couple of them we haven't recorded the number. So it's 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 beyond three hundred. No, that. Oh, look, it's definitely. But three hundred official. Three hundred official going off like. You know, the, the thing we write on yeah. the fucking Instagram post. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so we're raising the bat. Um, we've been to some amazing places, haven't we? This thing's taken us, you know, from the, the depths to the heights. We used to record this thing. Well, we're still recording on a couch, but I found a photo or a video on my phone of us recording, even just in the fucking Bondi house, as recently as there, where we're recording on the couch with the Zooms and just mics. We did that for ages. I know. Because you... Stop working in radio. You stopped working at Triple M. Which is where we would do it. Yes. That's right. So we actually did, didn't we? You would roll over and we'd just sit on the couch in the living room. We did, we did, we did quite a few there. We actually did do heaps, didn't we? I don't know, 20 maybe? Maybe more? Where else did we do it? And then we started using Batuta. Then we started using Batuta. Which was obviously a fucking massive help. There was Triple M. Yeah. Remember, we'd leave and we'd always see those break dancers there. That's right, those dudes that would break dance in the city at like eleven o'clock at night. And we were like, "What the fuck?" Dude? And we were like, we would like tie the break dancers being there with like the listeners somehow. Remember, like like our listeners were like fucking because it started well and then they plummeted into a fucking crevasse. Yeah, we get it, like twenty a week. Well, that's always the way it goes, though, right? You and get that then the break hook. dancers weren't there, and we were like, Ooh, Where that's, the fuck? Like, that's, that's not, not a good, good omen. That was omens that's before it was good, fucking that's omen. That's not a good omen. It was early doors And then, like, they came back, and we might have had a good week, and we're like, yes, like, it's fucking, I don't know. 
Weird times. Weird times, but you're right. And that was always like, wait until the Triple M offices were empty and then I'd Leaving sneak it like, you upstairs. And, and back in the early days, punters and dribblers, we used to put like a fair bit of production value into them. Shitloads. We would leave at like 11.30 at night. And you'd get in there like 8. Even, was it, yeah, yeah, 8? Maybe early? Maybe early, 7.30. There were some times where we put way too much. Remember we would do like the shame, yeah, shame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like editing these fucking openers and like... Yeah, yeah. So, like, the shame, shame thing is shame on whoever. Well, it was, it was for a turncoats. Turncoat. Yeah. We, <laughs> we but we didn't even know, call no, them no, turncoats. No, we didn't then. call them, but it was to shame turncoats. And we so we got the scene out of Game of Thrones. Yeah. Where we called it Shame of Thrones. <laughs> That's what it was. And we basically uh, just abused someone who was fucking, who was a turncoat. Yeah, that's right. Sebo. Sebo, Gus Walker, Harrigan. Harrigan. Yeah. They all copped it. Yeah. For those of you that don't know, Sebo of about even, fa even fame did used to go for Penrith and then just changed out of the blue one year. Like, you know, you probably think he's fucking going for Bunnies Rabideau since life. he came out of the fucking womb. Well, that's not the case at all. No. He was a Penrith fan. Big Penrith fan. Rabideau's fan when they won. How funny is that? Yeah. How about that timing? 2014, he, was a, he became a Bunnies fan. Yep. Probably like week one of the finals. I think so. I think that was it. Oh, I live in Redfern now. It's week one of the finals. Remember we used to do reminiscing? Dude, we did do reminiscing. That was good. Again, though, we I think we just slowly evolved into less less is more for us. We don't... Well, you know, we, so for those that don't know what reminiscing was, we would play... The uh, Little River Band intro that... Hurry, don't be late. I can hardly wait. I said to myself when we're on. We go dancing in the dark. Walking through the park and reminiscing. And each week we'd come in with one and it'd be like, Tom, I want to take you back to the year 2000. And fucking, <laughs> you, we'd talk through like the Kathy, Kathy Freeman fucking... Olympic fucking uh, yeah. <laughs> gold medal. And then we'd play the audio. Yes. Of that call. Yes. We sort of ran out of things to reminisce about. <laughs> That's why it stopped. Because <laughs> we ran out. Like, we probably did 10 and then we're like, what else do you want to do? What else do you want to do? There's like, nothing else that cool. No. Like, well, let's go back to around fucking 13 in 2001. Which season. we wouldn't have remembered anyway. You know what of I mean? Course you we need have. someone full-blown, non-stop looking up shit for you. But also, like, if it doesn't come to mind, am I interested? That's it. Is it, that wor is it worth reminiscing? Then we'd, did we sometimes we call people? We well, had, <laughs> remember we did the segment with Chippy Sando? Oh, yeah, we had one where it was when uh, we had Chris Sando's brother, Chippy Sando, <laughs> and it was he would call up and give gambling <coughs> tips. I think that happened once. It did happen once. Why didn't it happen again? Wasn't that funny. Wasn't that good? No. It was a bit random, really. It was very random. Chippy Sandow? Like, what's... There was something to do with Sandow being huge on the punt at the time. But he, well, he was. He was yeah. like, it had come out that he'd put most of his... Yeah, five hundred thousand dollar a year salary, which at the time was big money. Yeah, I think I think probably on reflection, it was a bit mean. <laughs> Possibly, you know, well, we didn't. Well, we didn't name we didn't name him. We named his cousin. Well, of course, it wasn't him, but it was <laughs> certainly very close in time to when Chris was punting shitloads of money. Um, we also, I think, we interviewed Rugby World Cup hero Sam Carter as our like one of our first episodes. But then he well, said some idiot. shit that was like, he didn't say anything really bad, but he said something where it was like, oh, actually, that's probably, that'll cause me more headaches than I fucking could be like, so like, you know what, let's park it. Didn't we take that air? Did we release that episode though? 
The very first episode we did was never released. No, but that was before it was even Hello Sport. That was when it was Pipe Dreams. No, 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 no. The first oh, episode we yeah. did at Triple M yeah, was right. not released. No, it wasn't. Whether or not that was the one that Sam Carter was on, I, I don't know. I think it might have been. I, I think it might have been. So that one, had, no one's ever heard. There was the no. Pipe Dreams episode, which... No one's ever heard. No one's ever heard. Then there was the first ever episode, which no one's ever heard. So the first episode people heard was actually the second episode. Yes. Which was actually really the third. Third episode. And this is... When I had a little cursory listen to the Pipe Dreams episode... It wasn't bad. I was like... Fuck, we've been we haven't we either haven't improved at all or we were or we were we were just good from the start. I think it's good from the start, don't you, mate? <laughs> Gotta be, right? I think so. I'm gonna go with that for sure. Is pipe like I haven't listened to all the pipe drinks. No, neither. I just fucking glanced at it. I was like, oh yeah, cool. Sweet. This all seems like the shit. It's exactly the same sort of shit that we would say now, to be honest. Would there be any demand in listening to pipe drinks? The punter and the dribbler. Oh, fuck it. yeah. The punter and the dribbler would like pipe dreams. I'm sure they would. Maybe you release pipe dreams at some point. Maybe. As like a celebration of 300. Yeah. We could do that. We could do that. I'd have to listen to it again though. You, well, we'd to, have to definitely to, make just, sure that everything's above board <laughs> with pipe dreams. You know, that you probably speak a little bit a little bit more loosely when it's for two people, you and I. Well, I, we, I, well, there was no understanding that that was being released. So God knows no, what's on there. Who the fuck knows? It may need some trimming. Yes. But I don't hate that as a celebration, as a gift to the punter and the dribbler. Yeah, episode one. Episode one. Hello, But sport. not episode one. No, but it was episode one. Yeah, but it was. It was the episode one. Yes. The episode one. Pipe and it dreams. wasn't called Hello Sports. So it's really it's dreams. the only, it's the, it's the one. It's one of, of one. one. It's one of one. Pipe one of Dreams, one. episode one. One of one. It's rare as hen's teeth. Rare as hands teeth. Yeah. Because it's one of one. And it's like five years ago. It'd be longer than that. Six dude. years ago. Well, I'll be able to tell what the file name is. That's done true. Done Garage Band. That's it's still true. on my yeah. fucking hard drive. Done on Garage But also, no mics and shit. We just spoke into the computer, right? Of course we did. Yeah. Mics? No, we didn't have mics. Fucking hell. Where would we have got the mics from? I don't We certainly know. wouldn't have bought them. We only just bought mics. <laughs> like two months ago. <laughs> That's such a good point. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, we've managed to just like nickel and dime our way through this whole thing yeah. we, without really buying anything. We haven't anything owned like, anything. No. I'm not even joking, punters and jibbers. We bought our first, first set of mics two months ago. I bought four mics that were like these USB ones <laughs> that, that didn't work. <laughs> and then I sold at least one or two of them. He bought USB mics because he thought you could plug four USB mics into one computer. And then when I tried, I went, it was like, oh, I've made a horrible mistake. This doesn't work at all. <laughs> and I was like, Im I was like embarrassed for being an idiot, but I was like of course you were. frustrated that it didn't work. So I wasn't prepared to admit it didn't work. And I was like, surely. And it was like, everything I was looking at was like, no, dude, no, you can't. You should have done some research. Hell of a journey. Hell of a journey. Hell of a journey. From the couch into the Batuta studios. Once we got there, that was when it started to really yeah, sort of yeah, ramp yeah, up. Yeah. From the from the from the table at home to Triple M to the couch to Batuta. Chocky Watmo comes on. Yeah. Oh, good stuff. Chock, I think, very proud of the uh role he played. Well, every time I run into him, he he He's always like, You're he, welcome. He reminds me of the yeah. fact. And I'm like, Well, you're more than welcome to. Because you did play a role. You did play a role. Big role. Yeah. He's a fucking wild bit of And I remember when we got interviewed for that triple, uh, triple fucking Channel 7 thing. Oh, do you remember that? 
We yeah. got like something like online digital triple yeah, M, yeah, uh, yeah. Tri- yeah. triple M, fucking yeah, yeah. Channel Seven thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they interviewed Watmo for it, and he was like, "Did like, they? Yeah, I don't remember yeah. that. I don't remember what he said, but it was to the effect of just like, you know, I'm fucking. It was me that did it, which I was like, yeah, well, it was without Chuck fucking going ham on the podcast. Certainly, uh, yeah, because those old numbers were pretty. Well, they were grim compared to now. Yeah, they were skinny. We certainly worked off skinny margins for a. For the longest period of time ever. Well, we didn't get, yeah. We didn't make any money. Well, no, we made no money. <laughs> then we went into the live show game. Went to the live show game. That was received indifferently. I would say it wasn't received by many people. But I would say this, because there was no one there to receive it. How, we don't know how it was received. Because there was no one <laughs> there. There was no one there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Had there been people there, we would have had great feedback. Like, we got feedback. The feedback we got was from Jarch, who was there. Who was there, and he said it was great. Yeah, and Zelko Kalich's mates down the back. Well, they wouldn't have known because they weren't listening. They, they didn't were, listen. They were so talking amongst again, themselves. Yeah, so poor judges. Yeah. Poor you, judges. You wouldn't want to know what they think because they didn't pay any attention exactly. to it. They were louder than us, though. The first, When we rang got our mates into the first one, they seemed to enjoy it. They didn't come back, though. No. But, that like, was, it was winter. And it was raining. raining it, was cold, it was cold. It was nowhere near where they were living. Yeah. So, you know. I get that. That's that's fair. That's very fair. The that's nerves fair. before that one, though. Wait, no. The nerves before the Greg Cricketer show. That was nerves. That honestly. was nerves. How long ago was that? Uh, two or three years? I would say two years ago. The great cricketer boys, shout out to them. Might have been three years ago. They did a live show at the Comedy Store yep. in Sydney after a day's play of Test Cricket, I believe. No. I don't think so. Oh, it would have been it, in no, winter. I was in winter. Fuck, mate. There you go. That just shows how much I know what I'm talking about. But that was like sold out 200 people and we were opening for them and we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. We were still finishing our fucking show like what we were going to do we were finishing it we finished it like an hour before we got there we were writing it we basically wrote the whole thing that day that we had day. like a loose idea but not really no wrote it that day tom was having a nap and shit i because was so he tired, was so tired and i'm like just fucking i'd been up since three in the morning and it was like when you sleep deprived as well as you've got something like this on your fucking i was anxious as fuck but i was also like if eddie knows how stressed out I am about it. Not that like, I feel like we were both giving each other comfort by not acting fucking stressed. No, but but you told me afterwards, you were like, oh, I've been so stressed all day of us bombing. Yeah. It didn't cross my mind. I can't believe that didn't cross your no, mind. No, I didn't, no. That was like, I was thinking if no Thank one- Thank God, if that crossed my mind, <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't have fucking shown up. <laughs> That would have fucked me up. If we, if no one laughed, that would have been fucking hell because of, <laughs> firstly, the pain of bombing in front of that many people. But secondly, like, we're meant to be getting everyone a bit, like, in a good mood before the great cricketer boys come on. Yes, but again, because I'm new, I was new to the game, Tom. I didn't get that bombing was a thing. I now know it's a thing because we bombed <laughs> at the manly fucking... At the manly, manly chairman's lounge. Yeah, the chairman's lounge. I now know what a bomb is, <laughs> having gone through one. But to that point, it like, <laughs> it didn't cross. It honestly didn't cross. It my was mind. all I was thinking about when we were trying to come up with this shit. I'm like, is this even funny? <laughs> is any cunt gonna laugh at this thing? Thankfully, we got a good reception. It went well at the Great Cricketer one. It went really well. All you have to do is tell old fucking Shane tell old sex Shane stories. sex stories, and you sort of that's that's the tip. For anyone, if you're doing something live, talk. Just defer to Warney's scandals. 
because I sell. They fucking sell easy, but that one was that was good. fucking nerve. That was stressful as shit. God, that was nerve. The relief of that one being finished was probably the most relief I've had. But once you get up there, you kind of just you kind of go into a bit of an autopilot, don't you reckon? Yeah. You stop being conscious of what's going on and you just kind of go, all right, let's just roll through this fucking thing. Well, it's, it's like it's like playing sports, sort of. Like you're fucking nervous at the st- and then when it starts, it you're sort, sort of, of in, yeah, 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 yeah. You're in it, so it's not... That's true. Like the, the, the manly light... It's not even a live show, the manly light. The, the, the great bombing of Brookvale. <laughs> <laughs> that one was like... I was nervous for it, but I was more nervous because I had a pretty... I had an inkling that this was going that way before we were arriving there and speaking to these dude, this dude, and like you were like you barely said a word on the ferry over there. I'm like, I, what is wrong with this guy? I just had a vibe. I was like, this is set. This isn't a good. This was a bad decision. It and just, a decision you made. Well, it on was, behalf of us. Was, hold on. <laughs> it was a decision where it was like. The club has reached out to us, which is cool. Like they want us to do this thing. It was meant to be an interview, which to me was. To me, seemed fine as an interview. Then the conversation on the day changed. I'd already committed to an interview. Yes. The conversation that day with the power, with the people at Manly presented a very different reality. And I was like, okay, that's not exactly what we were saying, but whatever. Yes. The we bombing, were under the impression that it was going to be an interview about us. And whatever. But once the bombing started, is what that's what I was getting to. Nervous beforehand. Once the bombing started, though, I was like, fuck it. Whatever, we're in it. Just, keep, I, just roll through what just roll through the repertoire. Yeah. Again, I mean I'm spinning yarns. I've We've obviously already obviously spun. spun. But I had my head down laughing. Yeah. Like I was in hysterics at one point because I was like, this is fucking absurd. Yeah. No one in this room knows who we are. No. No one. And we're getting up there talking about how hot fucking yeah, yeah. Ford and is. And Brad Parker's as strong as an ant. People are like, don't get it. That makes no sense. Strong as an ant and with the bone density of an orangutan. Mm, okay, out of context, that is ridiculous. But the funniest thing about that night, had you fucking, uh, <laughs> had you clipped it up, was probably you telling the Panthers chairman that even though we'd lost four games in the chop, we were right where we wanted to be and we, that we thought we were in a better position than them. Yeah. They like, won the comp. They won. The <laughs> but we still came forth. We still came forth. No, but that was, that was, it was also the blatant disrespect of the owner of the club in Scott Penn. Oh, no, that's who that's you who yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's who it was. It was yeah, Scott yeah. Penn going, where, you know, this is tough, you know, this isn't where we want to be. And I was like, it was the first thing I said, I think, was with the greatest respect to you, Mr. Penn. I couldn't disagree more. <laughs> <laughs> Safe to say, I've never heard from him again. Um, no. But then from there, I think then we yeah. reached and out. And it's funny because the conversation was, it started with, we want to do more stuff. We want to do heaps of stuff with you. And then it was, oh, now we don't actually want to. You can imagine Scott Penn going, don't ever bring those fuckers back in here. <laughs> Which, you know, sure. 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 Come we'll on, just, Scott. Yeah. But... It then moved Time on heals to all wounds. the greatest, our probably our crowning glory from a live show perspective, though, which was the Origin One show, which we managed just to squeeze in before everyone locked down. Yeah, literally like a week before or two weeks before. Yeah. It was one of the greatest nights in living memory for the state of New South Wales. Basically washed away eight years of pain there and then, Yeah, I reckon. And we didn't have to do fucking barely anything. Because we dominated. Did, the, well, the game, game did the heavy lifting. And that's what we've learnt now. Let... The game do, do the, the heavy talking. lifting. Yeah, let the game you just talk. put it together. 
you just rock in there, say a couple of hellos and, you know, how's it going? And Kiss a couple of babies, yeah. have a good time with the punter and the dribbler. And, and then get you fucking rip and blind. Tear, get absolutely, just melt yourself. Melt yourself, get fucked up. Yeah. That's the secret sauce, punters and dribblers. We found it. It took us a few years. Now we know it. Yep. Now we know it. So it's been a journey. It has been a journey. So thank you all for fucking coming Thank you all along. very much for uh, coming along, but also allowing us to continue to pedal. You know what I mean? Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. Well, the bike still works, you know? If they were to get off the fucking tuk-tuk, as it were, we'd just be pedaling each other. Which would, I mean, would we, would we do? We We've would, done it for we, a long time. We have, I don't know if we'd go back. I, would we go back to pedaling? Yeah. Just I you and I. Would we, would we keep doing it if we went back to 30 listens? Don't know. It's hard to say. <laughs> not for long. Probably not. A <laughs> couple of weeks, maybe. When did you hop on Dior? What number? Do yeah, you that's true. When did Dave? Um, I'll have a look. It was like, it was just near the start of the first lockdown. I think it was May last year or something. So you came in last year. Uh, it feels like you've been here for longer than that. Nah, you weren't there. Nah, I when only we, came when, after when COVID, COVID first hit. hit. Yeah, I only came when COVID hit. Really? Yeah. Not when it first hit though. Because we used to do the ones at Batuta. Yeah. No, Did you I ever was, come to Batuta? Yeah, I was at Batuta for a Batuta long time. He was at Batuta when COVID hit. Are you sure you were at 2019? No, I'm sure because I, like the the podcast where you guys were wearing the Sydney King shirts as masks, I wasn't there yet. But I was there only a few shows after. Okay. So, I mean, I, yeah, I but did we just tell you not to come for that one? Because it was like... Nah. I think that's what happened. Um, sure? Oh, maybe. Nah, but there was only a space of like one week in between. No. Nah. Like, you know... I remember because when COVID first hit, you and I were like, well, fuck it. The show's got to go on. So we rolled in and we had Violet Crumble's jerseys as masks. Because you couldn't get masks back then. Okay, here we no, go. And it we were blasting fucking Dettol spray in the uh, Yeah, in Glenn, 20. So Glenn 20. My first episode was the Soul Sex Dolls episode, uh, which was May 2020. Soul Sex Dolls. So your birthday on this show is May 2020. Yeah. May 2020. Just the month. And that was in the context of Seoul using sex styles as, as crowds. crowds. Yeah. At what event? Don't know. Soccer or something. Yeah, Who soccer, cares? Yeah. Well, there you go. Bring in D or Dave. Change his life. We've changed a life. You know Why has I mean? it been changed? changed? He gets recognised at fucking like under 14 soccer games or some shit, whatever he said when he's walking it's the dog. Stuff. It's good stuff. It's good for the soul. Yep. What do you got for us, D? All right, so they reckon they've found the Zodiac Killer. So can you give me a bit of a background on the Zodiac Killer just in general? I know, like, there's... It's been around for a while, hey? Yeah, so the Zodiac Killer um, in 1968 and 1969 in... Old. I want to say California, I was reading it. In America, um, basically killed... They assure that he killed uh, five, maybe six people, and they were looking for him. There was a bit of a manhunt. They didn't know him. He was sending these, like ciphered uh codes in notes to the police and basically like no one could decode them for a long time they were really complicated and no one ever found them there was that movie about him with robert downey jr and someone else was it was it was it i thought it was jake gyllenhaal and um hugh jackman or some shit no i don't think it was hugh jackman i think it was gyllenhaal and robert downey jr um anyway um yeah no one could crack the ciphers um, and basically they started cracking them, but then even when they found out the code and decoded the letters, it still didn't really point to anyone. And it's been like a cold case for like 50 years. But now this group 
of like private investigators and stuff Nerds. Um, think they've uh, found who it is. And because they, they cracked the code basically and they worked out that um, if they take the guy's letters from his name, if they take those letters out of the code, it makes a whole new code. And so that's how they're pretty sure that it's this dude. How do you, but how do they find the dude to know which letters to take out? I don't know. There were, there are a few like um, things that they had, like there was something about his dark room and basically there was like a scar that was on the uh, sketches of who the Zodiac killer was. And the dude they found a photo of also had the same scar. And there were a few other things pointing to him. Is the guy that they think it is dead? Yeah, he's dead. Died in 2018. So he got away with it. If it's the guy they think it is. Yeah. So from what it looks like here, they cracked this code in, I think, like December last year or something or earlier this year from some articles, but they hadn't released the name because they're uh, because you like you can't really release the name of someone you you can't just shout out oh this dude is a murderer no unless there's an investigation going on so I think the reason they've released the name now is that the FBI are looking into it crazy what a smart little cookie is <laughs> <laughs> in the murderer well like coming up with these codes that people couldn't crack no for look I get you I get you I get you yeah. fucking newspapers yeah. and stuff you know I, I, look it's you would have seen what they look like it's like in pen generally like circles and fucking can you get some of the codes up on the screen yeah, though? yeah like i don't know where you would start with something like this does the does are they the, cryptologists does the but does the urge to kill come before the uh sort of that desire sort of to make codes well i think the people have made codes without killing people tom i'm asking about this guy generally is he a code enthusiast or a murderer first I think he. I think he. He's. He's a. Uh, his hobby is codes, but he's got a darker side. Right. He's got a. He's got a. He's got a hunger for murder. Yeah. But a, a, just a general. Which is interesting yeah. codes. A gen, well, a clearly. A clearly. Yeah. Clearly, yeah. a general interest in codes. That looks like hieroglyphics. Mm. And he would like tease them and shit. I shot a man sitting in a parked car with a thirty-eight caliber. The map coupled with this code will tell you. Where the bomb is set, you have until next fall to, to dig it up. Okay, like it's pretty impressive stuff. It, look, I mean, again, if you remove the 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 murdering from it, hard to do. <laughs> uh, the fucking with the police in that sense would be fun, but then it's like he got away with it. So it's like, did he just stop killing people? Did he stop leaving fucking things? He's like, all right, I'm done. They can't catch me. He must have. Like, he's shown self-restraint to a point where he's like... Well, they... It's the same with the... Um, did you ever hear about, like, the... Uh, the BTK killer? Was it BTK? Yeah, there's some like that. Like, some guy in San Fran or some shit. Yeah, that guy. And they caught. They caught him. But they, they caught... He but the BTK killer was also known as, like, the... The BTK strangler? Or is it the one who recently got... There was an old guy. The old guy that got done. What was he? Look him up. He used to, he raped like 50 people and killed like 10 people. What do I in say? In the Bay Area. He Bay a, Area murderer. Yeah, or he's a different guy, I think. The BTK killer, though... I'm trying to work out what the BTK guy... Because he got away with it for ages as well. But then, like, there was something where it was like a desperation to be... Is it this dude? 
I mean, I can't see his face. Click on him. Yeah, that's him. The East Area Rapist. That's him. He raped like literally like 50 women and killed 10 or something. Jesus and they could Christ. never, they yeah, could never that's find sick him. Fuck. So he's 75 right now. And they, the reason they got him is because he'd left DNA behind at the scene. And they, one of his cousins or something submitted DNA to one of those ancestry sort of um, yeah, sites, yeah, yeah. which pinged for them. And then they were like, narrowed it down to, you know, basically him as the only guy that could possibly have been in the area at the time. I think he was an ex-copper or something. Yeah, they said that up there. They just said it up the top. He's an ex-cop. But, and again, obviously the result and the outcome was good because this piece of shit got caught. But if you're, but he went along. What would that have been like? Like the thirty years where he he just stopped doing it. But what I'm trying to work out is if you send your DNA to an ancestry.com. I didn't realize that the cops were able to just fucking cruise through that thing with reckless abandon. Like, there's obviously no privacy there. Well, I think, but I think in this case, right? Again, I'm not. I'm saying it's a good outcome, but I am also like, there is like a. I would have assumed that my DNA that I'm sending off isn't being given to government agents. Well, it probably says, but it probably says that maybe it is. Well, that, that's maybe. like that's their data. Like Facebook will sell our data, which is just fucking yeah, they do likes all the and time. comments. Their yeah, data sure. that they no, sell again, is like DNA. The great, the right outcome. This might sound like a weird take. I don't know, but I'm just. It's just a. I am. I was. I found that interesting. What's his arrest say? This, uh, is it lagging on your computer as well, Dave? No, I think it's just like the, no, it's fine on my computer. It's just the connection. April 24, 2018, Sacramento County Sheriff deputies arrested Yeah, D'Angelo. identification of D'Angelo had begun four months earlier when officials led by Detective Paul Hulls and FBI lawyer Steve Kramer uploaded the killer's DNA profile for the Ventura Country Rape Kit to the personal genomes website, GED Match. So they didn't even get the The website identified 10 to 20 people who had the same great, great, great grandparents as the Golden State Killer. Team of five investigative investigators working with a genologist, Barbara Ray Venter, used this list to construct a large family tree. From this tree, they established two suspects. One was ruled out by a relative's DNA test, leading D'Angelo the main suspect. Wow. That's smart footy. That's eyes up. That is. That's eyes up footy. Since D'Angelo's arrest, some commentators have raised concerns about the ethics of the secondary use of personal identifiable information. There There you go. go. There you go. But you could certainly argue for it considering this piece of shit human being has been caught and convicted. So he made a confession of sorts after his arrest that cryptically referred to an inner personality named Jerry who had forced him to commit the wave of crimes that ended abruptly in 1986. Why did it end abruptly in 1986? Because he went from raping people to killing people, and I think maybe he was like, I'm, I'm, I'm flying too close to the sun. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it says here, I pushed out Jerry and had a happy life. I did, yeah. So he's saying Jerry did it, and he got rid of Jerry. But now he's got to pay the price for Jerry. The human mind, dude. Because I don't think that's like a – that doesn't uh, obviously excuse his behaviour, but people with those split personalities often, I think, do wrestle with like the urge to do it and then they don't need to do it. And then there's this urge that comes up and it's like they've got to do it. It's like just to be so fucked up would be a weird – He'd like – he'd do fuck things like he would um, – he would 
pick out like target women and then would go over to the house when no one was there and like drill holes in the window so he'd be able to unlatch the fucking lock and shit and come back later at night oh. tie them both up and then like make the man like the man lay there with fucking like uh glasses and plates and shit on him so if he moved it here oh dude that's yeah, yeah, yeah. okay i don't want to fucking fucking talk about intense. This anymore. that's intense as shit yeah he was a sick <laughs> couple of things before we wrap um Dane Laurie in some trouble. Well, no, you know, well, Dane Laurie in some trouble for being caught with a fucking Panthers jersey on. It's a, look, it's a slap in the face to Tigers fans, but I'm like, God, fucking who cares? As if you wouldn't. He just, I, he used to play for him. Yeah, and he's from Penrith. Yeah. I think wearing the jersey was probably is a probably a bridge too far. And I can see how the Tigers faithful are a little pissed off with yeah, that. Yeah. The board wouldn't be happy, Tom. No, I'm exactly. sure Madge is a little fucking... Well, he was the Tigers player of the year and his yeah. photograph went... How was Luke Brooks? Like, I think you can internally be pumped about yes. the team you've supported your whole life and that you played for winning the comp. But to be out and about... In a Panthers jersey. In a Panthers jersey, presumably in the area on yeah. the night they won, yelling and yahoo, and I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's a good look. You could have just put another You're under contract. Put another T-shirt on. You don't have to wear the jersey, no, do you? You don't have to, you, sure. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm from Penrith. I'm just out and fucking, you know, just soaking it up. You don't. You aren't allowed to wear other clubs' jerseys because you're an NRL player. So you have to wear the jersey of your club. Or you don't have to, or don't wear one. But I'm saying just in general. Ideally, don't wear another club's jersey on the night. But even more than that, know that when you are playing rugby league, you can only really be seen in club issue. What's more shocking, though, truthfully, that he was photographed in a Penrith jersey or that Luke Brooks got player of the year for the Tigers and Adam Dewey didn't? I think, like, probably Luke Brooks winning player of the year. I don't know what they were watching. That is crazy talk. And it wasn't player's player. It was player of the the year. Him and Dane Laurie shared. And then Dewey got voted like by the team as the best player of the year. How the fuck Adam Dewey didn't get player of the year, even like with Dane Laurie? I just the Luke Brooks thing is crazy to me. I don't know if he's got nudes of Justin Pascoe or something, but like it maybe just, he does. Maybe he does. Like or may, or they're just watching what I'm not watching. I don't. Yeah. I can't make sense of it. It makes no sense. I tell you what also doesn't make sense. Uh, Tyrone May who is, you know, bit part player in the Penrith Panthers, didn't really do much in the grand final fame, uh, stood down a couple of years ago for fucking filming a chick that he was having sex with without her consent and then leaking the video's fame. I believe that, that he got convicted of that. I don't... No, I think he did, yeah. Yeah, he did. So after they win the grand final, he puts up a photo carousel of him and Ivan Cleary leaving court and then some other ones of the game. But the first one on the fucking carousel post is him and Ivan leaving court. And it's like, they threw dirt on my name and that dirt became soil and I grew up out of it. Like, what are you going to do now? It's like, huh? No, no. No, 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 no. No one threw dirt on your name, bro. You fucking threw dirt on your own name. Like, how dumb do you have to be? You threw dirt on your own fucking name. But he was convicted. You were convicted. You didn't fucking... 
This isn't some like, oh, unfair thing. Where, like, no, you got convicted, dude. You're a grubby piece of shit. I'm a, everyone can, like, it was something that was bad. I think you can have a second chance. I'm not against you fucking, like, whatever. But, but don't do, lean into it now. Don't start coming out and be like, you were fucking unfairly treated and now look at me, I'm back. Also, let's not make it about you in the grand final because you did fucking nothing. <laughs> you did absolutely nothing. And I'm not sure if this is true, but I did see it go up in the punters and dribblers page. It could be a Walpole, but I think he's dating Cleary's daughter. Really? Yes. No, not daughter. Yeah. Oh, Ivan's daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Nathan yeah, doesn't have a daughter. Yeah, yeah. Nathan's fucking 22. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I was, I was going to say, no, it's Nathan's sister, but then I realised that's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. Is that true? I Didn't Tyrone May live with Nathan? I don't know. But the social media posts from... Like this, what this dribbler put up on the punters dribbles page was that she shared something with like a photo of him, like my king, and then he reshared it like my queen. Blah blah blah. Look, at the end of the day, sure. Well, I'm just saying that certainly puts into context why he's getting selected. I'm no, not I'm saying he's not good enough to be selected, but no, I'm saying at the end of the day, look, you made a mistake, second chance, all that shit, fine. But don't lean into it like this was some fucking wrongful conviction. No, no, no. be contrite and just like go and own it. But also like. It's in your past, bro. Like, leave it there. To, you're bringing it up yourself to be like, I'm fucking hard done by it. No, you weren't. <laughs> nah. No, you weren't. Not if the facts that we all have are correct and the ones you were convicted on are correct. If the facts that you were convicted on are correct, then no, you weren't. Yeah, if you read, like, what the judge said to him when he was convicted, like... Well, what did he say? Happy. Um, she said things like... I was trying to find the full quote. Hang on. It just was like, talk about making it about yourself after the grand final. Like, mm. just celebrate, dude. Rip and tear. Rip and tear. Have a good time. Have a fucking, have the time of your young life. No one would have brought it up. But he had like, he'd had like that saved and ready to rock. Ready to rock. Like, I'm fucking this and that. And look at me now. I'm fucking, yeah. Like, it's like, dude, relax. You were a fuckwit. Like, you did the wrong thing. Mm, the judge said it's reprehensible, not just the conduct, but Mr. May's conduct in filming it without consent. Um, it makes it really simple. If you don't know they're going to consent, why would you assume they do consent? There was a full-on quote that I saw on Twitter, but I think it's been deleted. Well, there we go. The judge wasn't happy. No. Anyway, that it, just was one where I saw that doing the rounds and like a couple other people sort of echoing similar sentiments. I was like, what a fucking dead shit. Can I wig you out about time, Tom? I'd like wig to. Wig me out this yep. morning. Yep. Three years to the day since Conor McGregor lost to Khabib. Has it been three, three years? Three years. And he got pieced the fuck up. Yeah, he got fucking done. Like, he got... He got it worked. was a weird vibe, that fight. It was like an, it, you knew it was happening. Like, it, I was not confident at all. It was the build-up was really etch and animosity. The, the ring was filled with, like, smoke, and it was this really weird green lighting, and I was like, oh, this is fucking... It was weird, dude. It, it was, was pissing weird. rain in Sydney. I remember that. I remember rolling into a mate's place and just, like, literally just to watch it, and then I had to go, and it was just, like, everything was weird. And then he got fucking pumped. He like he throws like a punch at the start, and you're like, oh, and then after that, he just got absolutely worked, worked. into the ground. But apparently, he won the third. The ground and pound was fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Like he was getting, and then when he was he rolls onto his back and just cops it, and then fucking taps after like a second. But then, then apparently, he wins the third round. He won the third round. They say it's the only round Khabib ever lost. There you go. Which is weird, isn't it? Is it is weird? Yeah. 
But three years, mate, I'm like, holy shit. It just flies. Which then puts like Converse Floyd even further, further back. That's what's crazy to me. Like, What is going on? It just, dude, the fucking weeks roll into months, roll into years. Mate, even the fact that like it's been nine months since, well, that we're in October, that we're about to have a kid. And I'm like, that's just fucking. Evie's turning two next, in January. I'm like, what? This thing was just a fuck. I was like, fuck, I'm having a kid. Now I've got a two-year-old. Yeah, that's hectic. That's very hectic. Time, there's some like uh, saying that I don't know, but it was cool when I heard it. And it's something about the like time ever marching forward or something. Like Dave. time's arrow marches. Or yeah, the bold arrow of time or some shit. Yeah. Can you just try yeah. find it? Because if it's good. Because I remember you it. told me that you have another kid when we went to the Pete of Landy's. To the life. races with Landy's. That yeah. feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Yeah. To me. Well, it was, basically. Do you know what I mean? It was fucking ages ago. And now we're here rolling into the summer of cricket, which we saved. We saved the summer of cricket. We did. Every motherfucker hitting us up and going, Oi, your fucking mail was wrong. It was like, Firstly, the mail was right. The mail they was right. to be talked out. The of fact it. that there was an eleventh hour saving of the series would suggest that we were one hundred percent correct. And then, well, who saved it at the eleventh hour? We did. You're welcome. You're welcome. Every so we way. aren't wrong. We're right no. as per usual, as evidenced by every media report suggesting it was saved at the eleventh hour. Who do you reckon that was? Who do you reckon? Who do you reckon was shipped in at the eleventh hour to make a difference? To make a change to save cricket in the country. To save the to save the Australian summer. Interestingly though, I like and something that we hadn't really talked about or, or sort of considered was like the financial oblivion that Cricket Australia would have been left in if it wasn't to go ahead. I didn't realise that they were in such a dire financial situation. They have been because like these series have been getting rolled out. Like India last year, there wasn't really crowds, I don't think, or there were I can't oh, really recall. There was. Now, see, that feels like a long time ago when we were doing the KO shit. But they, like, and then they couldn't, like, there's been some hiccups because of COVID. They, you're right. You couldn't do capacity because we went to, I went to the SCG test and it was like, you couldn't all be in there. We all, yeah. like, it was like, it was definitely a different vibe. Um, but, but then you roll that into no ashes. It's like, ooh, we're starting to run and out of they would, Yeah, the ashes were there, like, they'd be relying heavily on the ashes to fill the coffers. Plus, the fucking nation needed it. That's why we put our foot down. We were just like, listen. Give the nation what they need. What we, they want, but what they need, what more they importantly. Need. Sometimes they say you can't always get what you want, but you try sometimes, you get what you need, or whatever the fucking... Never heard that, but sure. Well, no, that's the wrong stance. You can't always get yeah, what, what you, you want. want. But if you try something, you might I'm find. Fine. You get I'm what you need. need. Well, I need what I want in this case. I want cricket, I need cricket. So I need to get both of those things. Um, but I think, Eddie, as we potentially look to wrap this bitch up, that... Hell of a show. Hell of a show. And look, it only took us 300 episodes to get a follow from the great Andrew Joey Johns on Instagram. But we did get one. And they were best mates. So... Sorry. Uh, what Goat. do you want us to do about that? Goats recognise goats. Goats recognise goats. Happy 300. Happy 300. Thank you to all you punters and dribbles out there for fucking with us. And thank you to all of our sponsors, actually, who have... Fucked with us as well. Fucked with us as well. Uh, Bareback Biltong, the first ever sponsor we had. 
Shout out to Bareback Biltong. If you want to send us more Biltong, you are welcome to. Yeah, please actually send us some more Biltong. Remember, we used to, I used to love that built on so much. We'd, I'd do podcasts eating it, which would have been so Dude, it was horrible for, for me. Well, we used to do podcasts eating it. We used to do podcasts eating that shit all the time. Because it was so delicious. It was like fucking more. That was Moorish. Oh, fuck me. That was Moorish. Reach out, Bareback Biltong, please. Loved Bareback Biltong so much. It was such good jerky. No, that wasn't an ad. Just that was not an just ad at all. reminiscing on how good Bill Tong. About how good that was because they were our first ever sponsor. And thank you again to all of our current future past sponsors as well. Um, but mainly the punter and the dribbler. And Eddie to you. Thank you, mate. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Dior. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. It's been a great time. Onwards we go. Bye-bye. Bye. Could you two just not talk anymore? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.